back. It's 11.15 and Kelly Schoester is joining me for Budgeting Basics. Hello, Kelly. How are you today? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Very good. It's a, it's, um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood when we think about rain here. I'm just hoping, just hoping we get a little bit of rain. I don't know if we'll get any today, but it looks like some might be coming tonight. So we need it really bad. I mean, we're definitely getting to that time of year where like summer's cranking, right? And we are, we love the heat, but you know, sometimes we need a little bit of a break. So I totally understand. Yeah, exactly. Well, we are wanting to talk a little bit about money. And I thought this was kind of an interesting topic today, how to increase your credit score. Yeah, it's not a perfect science, but I think it's something just to remind everyone of every once in a while, because um, while our credit score isn't everything, it does help us in some ways and also hurt us realistically. And so we want to just kind of stay on top of it. And so today we're going to chat about how you can increase your credit score, obviously how you can even look at your credit score, what you should analyze and all that kind of stuff. I think a lot of times um, newbies, you know, young people coming into the world of my first job and I've got my car paid for and I don't have any bills. Uh, sometimes they're always shocked like they don't have a credit score because they've never had to borrow credit. And they're like, what do you mean? I, I'm really good with my money. It's like, yeah, you're so good with your money that you've never had to borrow credit and that you don't have a credit score. <laughs> you just don't have one. Yeah, it's a little bit of a double-ended sword, right? Because then we have the kiddos or maybe even their parents that are encouraging them to take out credit cards because we need to build that credit, but maybe we're doing a little bit too soon or we're doing it without some of the other education that should go around credit cards of how to mm -hmm. properly manage that debt, how to make sure you're still monitoring that debt and so forth. And so you can have no credit and not be a bit and then and it not be a problem when you're, you know, 17, 18, 19 and early 20s, but as we get older, um of course it is is helpful to have credit because um, it helps, you know, lower interest rates and a whole other um, mess of things. And of course, there's the Dave Ramsey crew that says you don't need credit. And it's, it's just a factor of how good you are at borrowing money, which is entirely true. But um, I'm on the side, if you can manage your credit, and you can be responsible with credit cards, um, it's definitely a good thing to have. Yeah, this is this is an example of how I will, I'm not really sure how it always works either. I helped my youngest son, um, I don't know how many years ago now, probably five years ago. Uh, we both, when, when he got a job and he was ready to go, I, I put like $6,000 towards a vehicle for him. And then it was his job to pay the rest. So we went to a car dealership. We looked at a car. He loved the car. Uh, and we, I was a co-signer on the loan to try to get him that credit. And then he had to make the car payments and he made them and paid it off in record time. Now that was several years ago. His car is paid off. I don't think that he's ever got a credit card or anything. So does he have any credit worthiness right now? Even, you know, he did that, but now ever since he's not used any credit. Yeah. And this is where every company is going to be different. All of the different credit bureaus. And I would say that he probably has little to no credit, right? Just because I don't know about no credit, but um, since he doesn't have any ongoing stuff, his credit score might actually be going down. And so it could have been at the peak when he had that loan, um, paying it off, making the payments on time, right? The credit bureau was probably like, good job. And they're, you know, yeah. gave him a good score. And then once he paid it off and he never did anything with his credit ever again, I'm assuming it went pretty low. And so you can get um, your credit pulled and you can for free and you can do it every year at annualcreditreport.com. Um, and everyone should be doing this every year and take a look at it and read through it. 
and make sure everything, not only that everything is on there that is correct, but also that you are aware of all the debts on there, right? Sometimes we maybe forget about things or we've moved and so people can't keep up with us. But um, yeah, your son might not have a credit score or might have a really bad one or a low one, not because of anything that he's doing wrong, right? And so this is where um, as a parent, um, as a, a teenager that's able to educate himself and look into things, you need to kind of make your own decision because you have to decide again, Kelly, we say this all the time, personal finance is personal. And so do you want to, or does he want to take out a credit card or take out another type of debt um, to increase his score? Or is he okay with it being bad or very minimal because um, he doesn't want to deal with credit? And that's kind of a choice that you have to make. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, let's dig into some big tips then of what we can do to improve credit score if that is your goal. Exactly. And so if it is your goal, um, credit scores are made up of five different things. And um, I'll give you some percentages here of how much it affects your credit score, but take it with a grain of salt. The credit bureaus are kind of a big mystery. We're not exactly sure how, how credit scores are calculated, which sounds very, very silly as I say that out loud. Um, and <laughs> fully aware of that. And so Payment history is going to be about 35% of your credit score. So that's the highest thing. And that's going to be how um, how well you're making your payments and how long you've, well, the length of history is coming up, but how well you make your, your debt payments um, and how frequently. So then amount owed is 30%. So of course we want to owe some debt, which also sounds silly as I say that out loud, um, but you don't want to owe all the debt and you don't want to owe no debt, right? So, so you want to have a healthy balance in the middle. Um, next is the length of your credit history. So how long you've been, uh, have had, how long you've had credit available to you, right? And so um, then that's 15%. So not as high as the other two, but you want to have some time under your belt, which is why some parents, again, go with opening up that credit card with a very, very minimal um, max amount that you can charge on it. And then just kind of let their kids have it for gas or something as they're under their household so that they can kind of help them monitor that. Um, and then the next two items are 10%. So a credit mix, the different types of credit you have, not just all credit cards, right? Um, and then also new credit is 10%. And so when you put all those together and then some algorithms and some magic happens, you come up with a credit score. And if you don't love your score, these are some things, Kelly, that you can do to increase it. Okay, let's go. All right. So first you want to dispute any inaccuracies. So if there's credit that isn't yours, so maybe there's fraud, if a bureau or um, a bank or somebody is reporting um, a debt incorrectly, so they're saying you have more, you have less than you have actually, um, you just want to make sure everything's accurate, right? And so um, step one is to make sure that you pull that credit report and you look at it and you dispute any inaccuracies so that you can get started on the right foot. Okay. That makes sense. That's right. a great place to start. Exactly. And it's kind of like what we talk about, Kelly, when you go to start budgeting is you want to do the 90 day expense planner and you want to see how, um, how much your spending is in all these categories. Cause you have to figure out where you are now to make a change and dealing with your credit is the exact same way. You want to figure out where you are now, get a realistic picture of what are we working with to be able to make that change. And so next you want to work on paying your bills on time. Um, and I know that sounds fairly simple. We all want to pay our bills on time, but that's going to help with that um, length of credit history, the payment history, all those items that we've talked about for increasing your credit. You're going to want to make sure that you just stay on top of that. And so when you pull your credit report, if there are any things that you've maybe haven't paid in a while, 
or um, you didn't even know about, make sure that you're starting to make those payments on time and you're just doing that for a good length of time and that'll start increasing your credit score. I do think it's important to, you know, because a lot of people set up payments automatically, automatic payments. So they don't even check every month because they're like, yeah, everything's being, it's all set up automatically. But if you're not checking your emails or you're not going to that site to make sure the payment came out or it's coming out the right amount or making sure that the minimum, if that's what you're paying, what if the minimum went up and you weren't looking at it every month and you were paying 20 and it should have been 30? That can all hurt you. Absolutely, Kelly. Or you change banks and so you no longer can make that automatic payment, right? And then you didn't realize it because you're not checking your email, like you said. Um, I've missed a payment, which was on auto payment two times. Um, and how that happens, it's always funny because like you said, you think it's on auto, you think you're good. Um, and then just something happens. The last one was my husband and I did change banks and um, we didn't realize until it was too late because you know, the credit card tries to take your payment. It doesn't work. They wait a couple of days and they try again. And so next thing you know, a week has passed and you're like, well, if you guys would have called me, I would have I would have made a payment. Yeah. But, you know, of course, you just have to stay on top of things. And so um, exactly. Pay your bills on time. Make sure you're logging in, making sure that you're aware of it. Um, and even just doing a little checkbox of even though these are auto payment, did they actually go through this month? I know, Kelly, you do that. You have your list and yes. you make sure things are done. Um, it's really important. Because you, you might have like thought maybe your card got stolen and had your card canceled. Then some, some bills you can put in your card information or your bank account, right? And if you've canceled that card, all of a sudden you're going, I thought they, they had it linked to my bank account. Well, maybe you didn't give them the bank account. Maybe you gave them the card so it may not be going through. Exactly, Kelly. And I mean, that just makes me think about um, how many of us, and I am definitely guilty of this, don't even know what bills come out of what cards sometimes or what bank accounts, right? And so having that listed somewhere as well so that you know, okay, I'm gonna leave X, Y, and Z bank. And so I'm gonna close this account and then automatically knowing what is automatically charged to that that bank account so that it's really easy to then go and correct things, right? But um, things can get, you know, they kind of spiral and it gets out of control and you think things are on all autopilot. And so it's really easy to forget about that kind of stuff, but really important. Yeah. So make your spreadsheet, check on them every month. Oh, yes. Sure they're being taken out. Okay. Yes. All right. So next we're going to reduce our debt. And this goes to um, making sure that you have, um, you don't want to have too much debt and you don't want to have too little debt, right? You want to have a good mix in the middle because the credit bureaus want to know that let's say you have your only um credit that you have is one credit card and it has a $10,000 limit, right? If you have $9,000 or even $10,000 charged to it every single month, Kelly, the credit bureaus are going to say, you use up all your credit every time we give you money. Like if we give you more money, you're just going to use it up again. Like, right. Like versus if you only have $5,000 charged to that credit card, they're going to say, okay, you have some restraint. You have some self-control. You can have $10 yeah. worth of credit, but you're only consistently spending five. And so that's going to be warranted for a higher credit score than if you're using up all your credit versus also if you're using up none of your credit, because they're like, you probably cut this up and you don't even have the card anymore. Right. And so yeah. having that healthy balance in between, um, you want to reduce your debt so that you're not maxed out on all of your cards and you want to just kind of keep it a little bit in the middle. Um, that'll help your credit score be increased as well. It's like the middle. Are you talking 10 to 20 percent usage? Um, they say less than 30%. So good question, oh, Kelly. So wow. um, do the math, add up all of your credit cards that you have, the personal loans that you have, um, your car loan, right? Look at all of the credit available to you. And then if you um, have more than 30% of that utilized, um, then it's going to probably be affecting your credit score in a bad way, right? 
30%, 35%, maybe even 40. Everybody's different. So look at your credit score and you can make the, the decision of whether it's actually hurting you. Um, and But then you also want to make sure that you are staying close to that 30. Like we said, we don't want to be utilizing 0% of our credit because that's not going to be helping your credit score either. Good point. All right, got three minutes left. Where are we going next? All right. We want to apply for new credit sparingly, Kelly. So we want to make sure that we're not you know, signing up for every single credit card deal that comes our way, or every time we walk into a retail store, we're signing up for a credit card. Um, we want to, we want the bureaus to know that we're taking out credit when we need it and when we can pay for it. And we're not doing it all the time just because there's a deal or um, because we think it's a good idea. And we're now kind of maybe maxing things out. We want to show that we're responsible borrowers. Um, and so Think about that ahead of time. If you know you're going to be needing to get a car loan in the future or get you know, a personal loan because you're doing a re renovation at home, maybe now is not the time to start applying for a random credit cards because we're just maybe going to save that credit pull um, for when we're going to actually need that credit. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. And then next, we're just going to be patient and we're going to be diligent, Kelly. And so we just want to make sure that what we're doing, we're consistent in. Borrowers like to um, know that we are reliable people, right? And so keep making those payments, keep checking your credit report, and it'll be affected hopefully in a positive way. Um, with time, we just have to be a little bit patient. Um, make sure you monitor your accounts and make sure you talk to your bureaus if you have any questions at all on your credit reports or talk to your creditors because um, you should be able to understand everything that is on your credit report. So if you have any questions at all, hit, hit up those the collectors, like whoever it is that you have questions with, um, and make sure that you can get your questions answered just so that you fully understand it so that you can keep building your credit in a positive way. Yeah, that sounds good. And, and really, you can, I mean, I like to watch mine quite a bit. Like I look every month a couple of times to see if it's gone up or down a few points. Because a few points, I mean, in six months, a few points can take you from a a 600 some score to a 700 some score and pretty soon you're at 750 and you're almost up to 800 then you're like okay i'm doing something right here it makes you feel pretty good exactly kelly and um i don't know where you look at yours but i on a regular basis i look at mine on one of my credit card apps um they tell me what my score is they send me a nice little email every month to say whether it's going up or going down and take the month to month changes with a grain of salt like kelly said you don't want to you know you're everything isn't over if you got if you went down 10 points and you know x amount of time but um it's a good way to kind of just keep your eye and your your pulse on or your finger on the pulse a little bit um and then that annual poll is when you can really do a reflection of okay how do we do this year is everything accurate and what do i need to do to improve my score yeah exactly i like credit karma i think they're kind of fun they're neat they offer you like suggestions on what to do you don't have to take their suggestions. I think they're probably paid advertisements, but they do have some good ideas. Yeah, everything helps, I think, Kelly. And um, make sure you look into the the companies that are giving you credit card advice. You want to make sure, like you said, that they're not sponsored or they're not giving you bad advice that they're actually looking out for you. Exactly. Makes sense. Kelly, thank you for being here. It's Kelly Showstrom for our budgeting basics, helping you build that credit score.